0: come on say turn it around open the
1: As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara.
2: John 15, verses 9 and 10. It says, As the Father loved me, I have also loved you abide in my love hmm so abide in me abide in my words then abide in my love if you keep my commandments you will abide in my love just as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love so to abide in his love means what to abide in his love means to be obedient to abide in his love means obedience so In all of this, we see that to be fruitful in the Lord, abide in Christ, abide in Christ, which means abide in his words, which also means or turns out to mean abide in his love. So abide in Christ means abide in his words, and it also means abide in his love. So fruitfulness is a product of obedience. Fruitfulness is a product of obedience. Fruitfulness is a product of obedience. Fruitfulness is also a product of faithfulness. Faithfulness. Amen. So be fruitful in the Lord. Be fruitful in the Lord. Be useful in the Lord. Be successful in the Lord. Be productive in the Lord. Be prosperous in the Lord. In John 15:16, Jesus concludes and underscores all that he has been saying about fruitfulness. With these words, in John 15, 16, it talks about fruitfulness and what you have to do to be fruitful. Now, he concludes all of that, or summarizes all of that by saying, in John 15, 16, You did not choose me, but I chose you, and appointed you, that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever or whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. You did not choose me. I chose you. I chose you for what? What's the reason for choosing you? It's to bear fruit. That you should go and bear fruit. You should go and bear fruit. You should go and bear fruit. That's why I chose you. This is the will, the desire, the purpose, the plan of the Lord for your life. It's for you to be fruitful. For you to be successful. For you to be prosperous. The Lord desires for you to be prosperous. Amen. Say, I chose you to do what? To go and bear fruit. I chose you to go and bear fruit. The Lord is saying, I've called you. I've chosen you. And I've commissioned you to be fruitful. I've called you. I've chosen you. I've commissioned you to be fruitful. You are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are a peculiar people that you may show forth, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. You are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy people. You are a peculiar people. Chosen generation, royal priesthood, a holy nation. All of that makes you special. And it's for you to do what? To bear fruits, Meaning what? To give glory to God. To show for the glory of God. To show for the praises of God. Because when you bear fruit, the end purpose of that is glory to God. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. They may see your fruits. They may see your good works. And glorify your Father who is in heaven. It's glory to God. Is glory to God. So the Lord beautifies you. The Lord makes you fruitful. So that uh, he may be beautified. That he may be glorified. He glorifies himself in you. That's a powerful thing. Amen. It's like, you know, you want to look good. If you want to look good, then make your children look good. Then you look good. Amen. If you want to look good, make your wife look good. Then you look good. Amen. Wow. That's a, that's a good one. Mm. Amen. Praise God. And uh, now, many, many parents actually do this very well. Many parents do that very well. They dress up their children, dress them up in the best, you know, even better clothes than themselves. And people come and, wow, they don't even look at them. They look at the children and say, wow, you look good. Amen. And how do you feel? You feel good because they look good. Amen. So when we look good, imagine how God feels. God feels good because we look good. Amen. It's a win-win situation. Hallelujah. The Lord makes you look good so that he may look good. The Lord glorifies you so that he may be glorified. Jesus Christ said, glorify your son that your son may glorify you. Be fruitful in the Lord. Be fruitful in the Lord. Be useful. Be successful. Be productive. Be prosperous in the Lord. Again, I say this is your moment. This is your month. This is your time. This is your season. This is your set time. Your opportunity for fruitfulness, for fertility, for productivity, for fruitfulness, for success, for progress, for advancement, for life, for conception, for pregnancy, for delivery, for conception. And shall the Lord bring you to birth? And not cause you to bring forth. And shall he cause you to bring forth the scripture, says, and close the womb? The Lord will not close the womb. He will give you more. Amen. He will give you more. To be fruitful is not just to have fruit. To be fruitful means to have more fruit. Much fruit. Amen. Be fruitful means be full of fruit. It doesn't mean have fruit. It doesn't mean just have fruit. It means what? Have much fruit. Have more fruit. Be fruitful. Be full of fruit. Be fruitful means be abundant. Be plentiful. Be prolific. Be bountiful. So the Lord is not talking about just one fruit. He's not talking about just two fruit. He's talking about a lot of fruit. Be fruitful means plentiful. Amen. Remember, he has given you what? Life. And not just life, he has given you what? Abundant life. That's much life. That's more life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Listen carefully. Be careful what you hear and what? How you hear, the scripture says. Not just what you hear, but also how you hear. Why? Because words are very powerful. Words are very powerful. They make or They build or destroy. Words are very powerful, so be careful what you hear. Be careful how you hear. Jesus says in Mark four twenty four to twenty five. Then he said to them, "Take heed what you hear." In another place, that scripture says, "Take heed how you hear." He said, "With the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. And to you who hear, more will be given." Verse 25 says, For whoever has, to him more will be given. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Wow, what does this mean? That's, all of this doesn't sound, doesn't look fair. Would God do this? How does this make sense? The one that does not have, so take what he has, take it away from him. The one that has, say, give him more. How does that make sense? Now let's go through this. Mark 4, 24 to 25. So the first line there says, take heed what you hear. Take heed what you hear. Take heed how you hear. Be careful what you listen to. Garbage in, garbage out. It's what you plant in your heart that you harvest. What comes in is what comes out. That's what the scripture says. We should do what? Gird our heart. Meaning what? Protect your heart. Safeguard your heart with all diligence. In fact, if you read down in that scripture there, it says in in Proverbs 4, it says look straight before you. You know? Look straight before you. Be focused. Don't look right and left. Be careful so that you're not looking everywhere and getting everything into yourself. Protect your heart with all diligence. For out of it, are the issues of life. It's what is in your heart that comes into your hand. Amen? What is in your heart comes into your hand out of the heart, out of the abundance of the heart. The mouth speaks out of the abundance of the heart. The legs and the feet walk. Amen? Out of the abundance of the heart. You do what you do. You go where you go. It's out of the abundance of the earth that you do things. So be careful what you hear. Be careful how you hear because it's going to come out. Then the next one says, with the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. With the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. It's what you give that you receive. It's what you give that you receive. If you don't give, you don't receive. If you don't give, you don't receive. With the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. With the same vessel that you use in giving out, it will be used in giving back to you. Then the next one says, same verse uh, 24 And to you who hear, more will be given. And to you who hear, more will be given. To you who listen, more will be given. Those who are obedient, those who listen, those who take heed, those who are obedient, those who give what they have been giving, we have more. We have abundance. We have a bounty. We have many. You and to you who hear, more will be given. To you who hear, to you who listen, to you who obey, more will be given. To you who have light, you have what? More light. Light begets light. Amen. Obedience begets obedience. Practice makes perfect. Amen. The more you do it, the better you get at it. You do it once. You do it twice. When you started doing it, it was so difficult. Now, the third time you're doing it, the third time around, it's not as difficult. Nothing has changed, really. It's you. You have changed. The thing has not changed, but you have changed. So it says, and to you who hear, to you who are obedient, to you who use what you have been given, you will have more. If you use what you have been given, if you use what you have been given, you will have more.